is going downtown, everyone. Downtown and uptown P-Town. Sure. Where it's Olivia and Casey here. <laughs> <laughs> we are here for you. We should do a whole podcast trying to complete each other's sentences. <laughs> I feel like everyone would get super annoyed with that. Because I would end them way better than you? Or no, why? because oh. it would just be annoying. Olivia, what did the drummer call his twin baby daughters? Da dump. And a one and a two. <laughs> Great. Come on, that one was funny. Got another one. Doctor, doctor, I've broken my arm in several places. The doctor says, well, don't go to those places. (laughs) Awesome. You smiled at that one. I feel pretty good. You want one more? Sure, one more. (laughs) I just read about a scarecrow that was given accommodation award the other day. Apparently, it was outstanding in its field. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what they do I kind of feel like that award is like good job for doing your job <laughs> Casey found some new jokes if you can't tell he's very excited about them so far they're pretty alright you laughed at one uh oh what <coughs> great nothing anyway we did, like went right into that joke section didn't we Yes, because I had good funny jokes. Let me know if you thought your jokes were or my jokes were funny. They were funny. I know they were funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry guys, my mic is all over the place. Anna today. one, Anna two. <laughs> awesome. Maybe I'm a little too tired yet. I don't know. I think the second one was funnier. I don't remember what the second one was. I broke my arm in several oh. places. <laughs> don't go to those places. Anywho, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you have any life stories to share with everybody today? What's considered a life story? I don't know. You're a track coach. That started. Yeah. Track coach season. Cut track coach season. Track and field season started mm. March 4th, and now we are a week and a half in. That's fun. And there's still snow everywhere. Um, We don't have access to the track yet because of how much snow there is outside. Well, we're in a flood watch, so it should probably be fine in a couple of days here. Yeah. It's supposed to rain, and when you have like three feet of snow and it rains, it basically means... Not Flood. just raining. It's supposed to rain on and off for the next, like, two days. Right. But then Friday is supposed to be wintry mix. Ugh. Why'd you have to say that? Now I'm gonna. Now that's going to wintry be on my mind. Wintry mix. Lord, take that out of my head. There we go. Now I don't have to think about it. Great. You're great. Anyway, it is... A great day. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, it is a Monday. No. It's a Monday. It's a Wednesday. I don't have anything going on. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay. We should start. We should. Guys, 
Or girls. Or girls. Sometimes I just... Sometimes when Casey and I record this podcast, we literally get out of bed and just do it. And that's what happened today. So this is the real us. Anyway. It's always the real us. It is, but I feel like today we're a little bit more like off the wall. What does that mean? I don't know. Anyway, verse time. I do like vans. What? Never mind. Okay. We are talking about something today. Do you have any guesses, Casey? (laughs) Well, since I know what it is, yes. (laughs) What's your guess? We're talking about uh, Philippians. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about unity. (laughs) I was going to actually say encouragement, but... That would work, too. They're pretty similar. Okay, we are in Philippians. Yes! Wow, Casey, you just guessed that really well. I was so right. Chapter 2, verse 1. We're going to go until verse 5, I think. Okay. Look how much encouragement you found with your relationship with Jesus. You are filled with overflowing, or you are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. You have experienced a deepening in friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt tender affection and mercy. So I'm asking you, my friends, to be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, united in one love. Walk together with harmonious purpose and you will be filled with my heart or you will fill my heart with abundant, unbounded joy. Be free of prideful ambitions and opinions for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but be authentically humble putting others first and their viewpoints more important than your own. Abandon every display of selfishness and possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus has set before you. Let his mindset become your motivation. Was that through verse 5? Yeah. Okay. I have lots of thoughts on that verse, but we could literally be here for hours. Yeah. But. There's lots of things to discuss. Let's yeah. start at verse one, eh? That was really Canadian. I'm not Canadian. A. Eh? <laughs> What's the first okay. thing in the whole verse that pops out to you? In verse one or the whole section we the just read? The whole section we just read. Well, to me, the big focus is being, putting others before yourself. You're not being prideful. Yeah. My biggest is literally, um, we just talked about this the other day on Sunday night, being open and uh, forthcoming with your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. And not letting your pride get in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or uh, not being afraid to ask for help. That's a big one. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. Starting at verse one. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ. I liked your version better. Read yours. Okay. Look how much encouragement you found with your relationship with Jesus. Wait. (laughs) We should get a little buzzer. So it's like. We could. Okay. 
I've got something to say. Wait, I'm going to change mine so it says the same thing so I don't have to keep asking you to read it because I already forgot what it said. Look at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. Right there. This verse is specifically talking to people who have already been encouraged by God. Or they're not feeling encouragement and they need to remember how much encouragement they felt. Correct. But they that means they've already felt it. Right. Right. Feeling encouraged. So right away, this is for most people. Even if you've lost that encouragement. Correct. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. Boom sauce. Right there. I love that part of the verse. Because... Especially when you're in ministry, it can get really hard to just keep pouring out, right? It's like, okay, we need yeah. to be filled too. So I love this verse because it just it just show, so beautifully to me explains how to do ministry because you just get filled with Jesus' love. And when you're operating in ministry, you're operating out of that overflowing point. Like you don't even empty yourself at all of like the love tank because God just continues to fill it. Yeah, like whether or not you can feel that feeling, it's there. Right, it's always there. You are, it's it's a statement, it's not a question. You are filled to overflowing with his comforting love. It's already been done. It's are already you, a statement. Yeah. Are you looking for it, though? Right. Are you acknowledging that it's there? Mm-hmm. Or are you just ignoring it? Right. Because it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's already done. I, I just had... Like specific people in mind mm-hmm. that this, um, I don't know what the word is, but yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. You have experienced a deepening in friendship with Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. You and Holy Spirit are BFFs. Best friends forever. Got the little, like heart necklaces that say be best friends, you know? Yeah. Okay. Have sleepovers. Not just sleepovers. It's like field trip every day. I said, and have sleepovers. Okay. So, I am asking you, my friends, to be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion, united in love. Oh. That can be really difficult. Yeah, really? It could be extremely difficult. Especially because when you work with people, that means you work with different opinions. Yeah. You work with different... Personality we need to be types. Joined. You know what? You know what I'm going to say. What are you this say? is pretty much impossible to do on your own. It's it's pretty impossible. much impossible to 100% of the time be in perfect unity. I don't. But agree. it's our it's our job right. to strive to be in perfect unity 100% of the time. It's 100% impossible to do it out of fleshly desires. But if you're working with Holy Spirit and you're, like, seeing things through Jesus' perspective, I think you can get to that unity. Yes. You have to lay down your own pride. That's what it says later, but... Well, I'm I'm not saying it's impossible to achieve. It's hard. I'm saying it's impossible to stay that way 100% of the time. Or it can be. Okay, I like the way you put it because... The way I'm thinking of it is the way you put it. Right. In your flesh. If your goal is to just be unified, it'll be Mm -hmm. impossible to stay that way 100% of the time. If your goal is to have 
the Holy Spirit involved in that unity and be honored right. and be lifted up, then you mm. can achieve that. I think the big thing that happens in this passage is it just talks about laying down your pride in your flesh. Yeah. Because, like, for me, unity can be a difficult thing because, like, I don't want to make it excuses about it, so I don't want to say it that way. Unity can be hard dealing with people because you're dealing with lots of personality types. You're dealing with introverts. You're dealing with extroverts. You're dealing with people that have a lot of science background. You're dealing with people that are relational. All these other different things. So unity requires so much of just like laying yourself down to allow other people to be respected. And there's things you can do. Like Casey and I witnessed a couple of months ago at church. There were two guys that are like, what are they? They're really into apologetics and like theology background. And they were having the most respectful disagreement I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I was like, I feel uncomfortable that people aren't yelling because you're disagreeing. But like, that's what I think unity is. It doesn't mean that like every person has the exact same mindset. Mm-hmm. It means that when there's a disagreement or something that comes up that people disagree about, it means it's handled so respectfully that it was like these two guys were just like, I see your point, but what about this passage of scripture? Wouldn't this counterbalance your point? And then the other guy would be like, no, what about this passage of scripture? And it was just, it was so respectful. I was like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of this verse. No, you're completely right. It's not necessarily all about the times that you are seeing eye to eye. It's all about the times that you're not seeing eye to eye. Right. And how are you handling it? What's going through your mind? Mm -hmm. Um, The term that they use, secret sin, all the time. Unity is um, based off of your secrecy. It's based mm-hmm. off of what you do. It's what's hidden on the inside. Hit, yeah, hidden on the inside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do this all the time. The question is, <laughs> what are you hiding or doing on the inside that's preventing you from being unified with the people around you? Right. Well, that later part of that verse says, walks together with one harmonious purpose and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. So if you can complete a three-legged race... God smiles at you (laughs) (laughs) in the spirit. (laughs) It's saying walk together. So that Mm -hmm. means that you share what's going on. Yeah. This this is my favorite part. Walk together. Walking together. um, Coming coming to your fellow Christians Mm -hmm. and telling them how you feel, what's going on in your life, telling them your secret sin, accountability partners, um, the best way for me personally that I feel like I have grown is by my neighbor and I feeling the same way. Always being afraid to mm. ask for help, ask for assistance. Um, oh, I wasn't and uh, we just came up with this rule. Or not rule, but this like... Uh, unspoken thing. Well, it wasn't even unspoken because we talked about it. Just like... When we need help or prayer or physical labor help, anything that we are to go to each other first. Right. And it's not that we drop what we're doing and go help the person. But you make it a priority. But we make it a priority. And ever since then, like, 
my pride has literally just gone out the door when it comes to asking mm-hmm. people for help in many different areas. And I feel like since that has been opened, I've been able to encourage others to do the same. Let's read the next verse, and I have a couple of thoughts on pride as well. Okay, be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Do not allow self-promotion to hide in your heart, but be authentic in humility and put others first and their point of view more important than yourselves. So there's a couple of things here. Let's break this down. So be filled of prideful or be free of pride filled opinions. That is huge. So to me, a lot of Christians today are, and I can speak to this because I was one of them. They are suffering under something called false humility. And that is a form of pride. It's look how humble I am. Look how, um like good I selfless am. I am. Yeah. Not necessarily good. It's just like look how look how good I am at being humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that is a huge form of pride that we're not acknowledging in the church. I can do it on my own. Right. I can prove to you that I'm good. I don't need anyone else's help. I've got myself. Yeah, Oops. Okay guys, this mic today is yeah. just not well, I didn't even touch it from last week. Okay. Anyway, like I don't need anyone else. I can do it on my own kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's a really big form of false humility that's hiding in the church today. I used to be that way when I first came on mm-hmm. staff full time and it completely like wrecked everything. I got completely in the way of what God wanted. Oh, yeah. You're going to. Yeah. Because I my thought was I needed to prove to God that I can do it, mm-hmm. which is another form of pride. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, which is exactly that. Look at this. I can do it myself. Yeah. I tried doing everything by myself. And when God's not involved, I Mm -hmm. 100% like (laughs) tripped on nothing. When God's not involved, there's no life on it. Right. Yeah. And then it fails. And then we feel real humility. Um, Let's see. But put, but in authentic humility, put others first and their others Wow, let me restart. I have to sneeze. Can you read it? Bless you. But in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. So I think back to that argument we saw. It doesn't mean... Okay, how do I want to say this? It doesn't mean that if you and I, Casey, are in an argument and you are clearly wrong. If you're saying, like, the Bible doesn't say anything about me being loved... It means I don't look at you and say, what are you, stupid? <laughs> like, and I don't allow you to live in that, that wrong mindset, mm-hmm. but I don't go up and be disrespectful to you. Right. I don't go up to you and be like, you dumb dumb. Have you read the thing? <laughs> so, so I would, in according to this verse, put the view of others more important than yourselves. I know that you don't always like things super blunt like given to you so i would come up to you and be like casey i would really like to show you some verses about the love of god that are in the bible Mm -hmm. would that be okay for me to show you so i'm not gonna go up and just like call your wrongness out and like get all the church elders and like look how wrong casey is like we're not (laughs) gonna make a big scene about this but we're going to respectfully and humbly bring ourselves and like that would be a huge humbling thing for me because I tend to give things to people very blunt. Yeah. I'm like, you wrong. It's right here. Let's move on with your life. You're <laughs> dumb, dumb. <laughs> kind of. 
<laughs> You've called me that before. I, but that's yeah, dumb, dumb, yeah, and not dumb. not like <laughs> it's in like a like, sarcastic way. I understood where you were coming from. I wouldn't do that to a random person. No, 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 no. That, that was that was a, a marriage <laughs> thing. It wasn't even a time you were mad at me. It no. was like bend over syndrome and. That means that, okay, Casey's got this thing I call bend over or bend at the waist syndrome where he's like, Olivia, where's the cheese? And I'll be like, it's in the cheese drawer. I don't see it. And then I walk over and open a drawer that's literally right in front of his face. Oh, okay. So, yeah, dumb, dumb. <laughs> like, anyway, so authentic humility. I think this is something that we really need to work on as a church because especially as musicians i am on the worship team i've talked about that a few times i was struggling with false humility because when people would come up to me and say wow that you did a really good job i'd be like oh it's all god and yes it is but i also have the choice whether or not to respond to what god's doing so Mm -hmm. when people have come up and like oh wow worship was amazing today I have just decided to say thank you because yes, it's all God. Yes. It's all Holy spirit working through us and in us, but we can choose not to play that instrument. Mm -hmm. We can choose not to be up there. You can choose not to preach. Mm -hmm. So I, for me personally, if this works for you, great. I just needed to say thank you. Because by me saying, oh, it's all God, I was living under this false humility that's like, look how much I put into it, but I'm just going to hide behind all my, all my practice times. And that, that was a form of pride for me because it was it became more about, look what I'm doing than look what God's doing. So by me just so, simply saying thank you, it became so much more, look what God is doing yeah. for me personally. Mm-hmm. So that that person who says thank you never intends to lift you on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And by saying thank you, they're not going to receive that as, wow, you're prideful or stuck up right. or something. They're going to be like, yeah, you're welcome. You know, you, it, you did good. And if they were, wow, Olivia, you're being super prideful by saying thank you. I would say, well, I very much respect your opinion on that. But this is something that I'm working through with the Lord, and this is what I need to do. And well, humble myself and not be like, well, you are flat out wrong because you don't know what's happening in my life. Basic, you don't know me. Basically, when somebody's <laughs> saying, wow, Olivia, you did a great job in worship today. Um, they're saying, wow, Olivia, thank you for being open for the Lord to use right. you in your anointing. Right. And that's exactly what it's become. And so and it became, I became out of the equation. And that's what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. So anyway, abandon every display of selfishness. (laughs) Like we just talked about. That's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's a fine line though between selfishness, selfishness, say that 20 times fast. Selfishness, 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 selfishness. and um, um, encouragement because Uh, what do you mean? Um, I think, okay, display of selfishness. So that is like putting yourself up on a pedestal. No, we're not supposed to do that. But I do think we need to be more encouraging as a Christian community as a whole. 
So knowing you're better than somebody at something, but being mature about it. I'm not sure if that was exactly what I was oh. going after. Well, like, but I, I think of it from my perspective, like an athlete mm-hmm. knowing that they're a lot better than somebody mm-hmm. and how they handle that. Are they handling it by encouraging yes, that okay. student that or helping them or are they doing it by like... I'm better than you. I can't talk to you. Yeah. Or like laughing at mm-hmm. them or treating them poorly because they're not as good. Right. That is a great example. Thank you for elaborating. That's what I meant when mm-hmm. I said maturely, but Right. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. So that means like even in the case of that athlete who's twenty seconds faster than the person next to them, still encouraging that person. <laughs> in the eight hundred, I don't know. <laughs> like, Yikes. Still yeah. being like, Wow, you did a great job. I know you gave your all today. Mm-hmm. Still encouraging people that, wow, you are doing a great thing for the Lord. I can definitely see you're working. Yeah, it's all about your your love. Mm-hmm. Just asking for God to show you how he loves those other people. Like in verse 5, it says, And consider the example that Jesus has set before us. <laughs> Let his mindset become your motivation. Jesus hung out with tax collectors so we can... And lepers. And we can hang out with those who sit by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, um, hold on one sec. Okay, so what are we going to do with the people... I specifically think of the workplace. Mm-hmm. Or school. Right? I specifically think of the workplace as far as how are we going to reach the, um, quote, weird people at work? Or at school. There's definitely weird people at school. Mm-hmm. I just think of it as the workplace because um, right. like we reach both audiences. Right. And so well, it's like it's all across the board, you know? It's not just school or work. It's at the grocery store or at Oh yeah, it's way more than like that. a festival or something because something that I had to learn is that God loves that weird person just as much as he loves me. Mm-hmm. He and, died, yeah. like, something that I will never understand, is he died for the most disgusting, sinful, whatever person, and his love can redeem that person just as much as it redeems me. Right, and it could be you that that person is either receiving or missing mm-hmm. out on that right. knowledge. Right. What if that one person needs what you carry you Mm -hmm. know what if that one person needs you to come up and be like hey you know what jesus loves you and sure i might be able to go up and say the same thing but what if that person needs what you're carrying Mm -hmm. so i that's something that like really hits home because it's like i think of all the people in my life that have either reached out to me about the lord or invited me to something and if it wasn't for every single one of those invites i don't think i would be sitting here right now mm-hmm. so it's like we don't know the impact we're having in the spiritual yep i just think of like an oak tree has the smallest seed but it grows the biggest tree so like the smallest seed can have the biggest impact in the spiritual realm that's right so Go after the weirdness, you know, because they need Jesus, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're not going to go after them, who is? 
Yep. Yep. That's me though. I um had run into some friends from high school and it just like brought me back to a really weird place because like for half of high school I was saved, the other half I wasn't. And like it just was like a weird transition, I guess, and I lost a lot of friends, so I kind of just became really introverted and just um whatever, just kind of imploded instead of like reached out to a bunch of people anyway long story short it just like brought me back to that weird place and I was like oh my gosh like what is happening right now (laughs) but it just like reminded me of like all the people that had reached out to me and all the people that had been such a big part of me actually getting to youth group because I was like haha no (laughs) 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 haha yes yeah here we are anyway that's that. Guys, I'm going to Target today. With my niece. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> with my niece and sister in law. I'm very excited. Um, challenge for you. Now that you told them you're going to Target, I think you should show them when you get there. If you're at all interested in seeing any trips to Target, uh follow me on Instagram. Either do that All or you can live. view the Facebook story oh, of our page. Facebook story. I guess. Or follow her on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I don't know how to do Facebook stories. All right. So I'm going to teach Olivia to do Facebook story. Whoops. Facebook stories. Sometime. Sorry about all the mic problems today. I've literally touched it like four times and I've like ran into it. I'm like, <laughs> here's my nose ring. And like <laughs> Sorry. It's yeah, fine. We'll be better uh, next week. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to fix my car today. Ooh. Yay. And we have youth group tonight. Great. So thanks for listening, everybody. A new day podcast at gmail.com. Yep. <gasps> I got it right. And Facebook.com slash Sweet Ministries. Or all natural live on Instagram. So thank you very much for listening. We thanks. will see you all next week. And um, yeah, coolio. Bye. Bye.